At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 Post Game Show. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. Of course, on Pittsburgh Baseball Now. Don't forget that. Uh, but with me, of course, is Jim Rosati. Not at the game today. Had to watch it on TV like the rest of us, which means you didn't spend money on tonight's game. So it's good for you. That's a win in my book because <laughs> at least somebody I mean, will win tonight. I just tweeted out like, was this the most boring, worst eight to seven game you've ever watched? Yes, it was. Like you look at the score and you're probably like, oh, that must have been a pretty good game. It was just weird. I mean, you're right. Up until literally seven minutes ago, <laughs> live right now, as at this moment, I was completely bored. Now, mind you, I'm tired today. Okay. I'm a bit tired. So that adds to it. But mm. I had a hard time, like, really watching this game. I was zoning out. And I mean, not to put too much on blast, but it was kind of a it's a bit of a challenging broadcast <laughs> as well. So yep. there wasn't a whole lot keeping you excited. The The play of the game was pretty, pretty boring. Even I feel like if you're a Phillies fan, this felt like it was a boring game for you. I mean, Adams, your, your boy Adams here, he's a Phillies fan. Was this exciting for you even? Yeah, it was, it was a pretty boring game. Um, I, I would imagine if you were a Phillies fan, you liked it. At the end, you know, you've got Familia trying to blow a six-run lead in the ninth inning. So, yeah, it was pretty pretty bad for both teams. Um, but, yeah, I mean, even with that little flurry there the Pirates had in the ninth, at no point did they have a better than 12% chance of winning. <laughs> right. So it's like, like it was a one-run game, but, like, they really weren't in this game. Like, the only chance they had – was if Cruz hit a homer there to tie the game. If Cruz wasn't going to hit a homer there, like game was basically over. How epic that would have been too. But you're right. Like, I mean, in this game's totality, it was very boring. It was just bad offense, bad pitching, right? Not so much bad defense. At least they had that going today. The defense was fine. Yeah. And then... The ninth inning comes, Familia goes in, and it's eight to seven. I mean, the Pirates literally almost won this game. We're talking about how pathetic it was, how boring it was, and this could have easily, just in you know, a little bit different of a swing of the bat, this could have been a Pirates victory. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about how amazing this comeback was. 20 years after this, I mean, I'll talk about all broadcasts, right? 
Brian Giles coming back and whatever. Yeah, they they know how to the one thing about that about the Pirates broadcast team is they know how to like beat a horse. Like when they find <laughs> something that they find remotely interesting, they don't stop talking about it. Yeah. Good call. And with that said, I guess you could say they really find a way to spin things to make it positive because it was eight to two. It was bad, and but it's okay, guys. Twenty years ago, look what happened. And of course, it almost it almost happened. Yeah, no, almost happened. I mean, hand it to them for that. But anyways, I guess we should talk about the game in itself. Zach Thompson start again. Not pretty. I guess let's start this off. You know, we've been talking and hammering the pitching, right? The change early May, how Brubaker, Zach Thompson, especially, you know, Mitch Keller, those three in the starting rotation have really changed their ways. The numbers have looked good. We talked a few weeks ago about like heading into next year, how much faith you have in it too. And both, both of us probably pretty much agreed on like Mitch and JT. We kind of believe into like what they're doing, but Zach Thompson was kind of like, eh, I don't, I'm not too sure. I mean, look at the FIP, look at the peripherals. Didn't really align to like the ERA and such. And his past two starts have been pretty pathetic. And so again, yeah. today he gets hit really, really hard again. I mean, ultimately Zach Thompson does go 5.2 innings, gives up seven earned, one home run, 11 hits. By the way, 1,100 miles per hour or higher exit velocities it's just it was a hit parade yeah it was a lot of hits and that's that's 20 hits off of him in the last two games for him <laughs> it's not success back-to-back uh, -back seven run performances yeah I mean, his july earned run average is now sitting at 6.33 right and i feel like you know a week ago we were talking about you know how zach, zach thompson was was getting pretty good results recently um and so he he flipped the uh, the script there pretty quickly. Uh, his season ERA now up to five oh nine. So yeah, <laughs> um, all the uh, all the good things we were saying about Zach Thompson's results, how they how they but they weren't necessarily lining up with with what we saw. We're now seeing uh, seeing a bit of regression. It, seemed, uh, it looks like right. So, yeah, he was getting hit hard all night tonight. Certainly was. And again, you know, like at the time you said two weeks ago, like when he came off the IL, like it wasn't pretty. The results still were kind of there. But, you know, this whole stretch we've been talking, like the fifth doesn't really align. It doesn't strike out a whole lot, you know, and everything going into this. Um, but I mean, I'm still intrigued. I'm still interested. But, and it's not just, I feel like I, I want to make it a point too. It's not just because there's been two bad starts that it's like, okay, time to write them off. It's, I, I've been interested, but very cautious. And I think we're kind of seeing what he is. And I think especially now seeing this, it's just like that comp. Again, I forget who it was. It was either you or Tyler. So, I mean, again, kudos and praise to either one of you. But I think we all can agree and say this. Like I was I was in the middle of saying a sentence about how he reminds me of, and I was okay. going to say Trevor Williams, and then Tyler just blurted out Trevor Williams. So. <laughs> sure. Sure. Now you're trying to take the now you're trying to take the praise, Jim. But regardless, I mean, this is this was Trevor Williams. I mean, Trevor Williams would have stretches, but he looked pretty competent. And you kind of get suckered in like, okay, maybe he can be a back end guy. And then he would do things like this also. And uh, again, like that comp just seems so perfect. And ultimately like, what is Trevor Williams? Not certainly a reliable guy in any winning rotation, unless you're the Mets this year, <laughs> but like, 
I think this is what you're going to deal with. You know, I, I don't think he's going to be cemented into the rotation next year. Hopefully not. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I'm certainly at the point now where I'm kind of over Zach Thompson and maybe he can be a good starting pitcher. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's hope for good starting pitcher Zach Thompson anymore. Like right now, he's he, he's he's going to stay in the rotation to give this team innings, yeah, but right now, yeah, I'm not seeing anything that makes me pencil him into next year's rotation. Like, not, I'm not even penciling him in because pencils have erasers, so you can always erase it if you want. Like, I'm not even penciling him in. He's not he's not in pen. He's not in pencil. He's not in there. <laughs> You're gonna can use your Apple pencil, <laughs> no ink or anything. Yeah. Just you're just no. gonna use this and draw and write on a piece of paper, right? Nothing. He's got nothing. Like not not putting him on the list at all. There you go. Yeah. So again, uh, it was a bad start from Zach Thompson. I don't think we need to go too deep into that. I mean, if you watch the game, if you just look the score box or the box score, it tells you everything you need to know. It, it speaks and it's truthful, and there's no hidden messages in it. Yep. Uh, very, very bad performance. Um, and Zach Wheeler had a really good performance. You know, I mean, give it a two at the end there uh, because of that home run, which we can talk about, Cal Mitchell. But, I mean, he was cruising all along. Again, it's it's the Zach Wheeler, when I bet on him, he does poorly. When I don't bet on him, he does good. I didn't bet on him tonight. So, oh, there you go. That's I forgot that's about that. I yeah. did bet on him. So, yeah. I took you the over on striking. I'm sure you probably parlayed it though and lost the other half of the parlay. It's still going, and I'm not telling you what I did. What did you do? <laughs> it looked very, very good at first. Uh, I, I, I used Shohei Otani, and I took the under on eight and a half Ks, and he like gave up three straight hits to start the game, and like in the first inning had like 37 pitches thrown, and then he just decided to strike everyone out. So yeah, he's, he's got, got five. five and three. But yeah. he's also got a 55 pitch count in three. So I'm just hoping it gets yanked quickly. But anyways, we don't need to talk about the Angels or Otani. Especially because the Pirates aren't trading for him. So we certainly don't need to talk about Otani this deadline. But yeah, so back to the game, right? I don't know. Wheeler was good. Their Zach was good. Our Zach was bad. There was no offense. Um, what about, I mean, let's talk about Stratton then. So Stratton does come in. We've we've kind of wavered on him, and you and I both have been like, ah, he's better than this, he's better than this, and I think we're both on the point where he's not. He just simply isn't. Like he's he's got crazy movement. I mean, the movement today looked really really good too, but just the results aren't there. Um, no, you're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just love that comment, but no, Chris Stratton. I uh, I'm I'm off the Chris Stratton ship, like. At some point, he's going to have to start pitching and getting results. And, like, I thought he was just getting unlucky at the beginning of the year. And, yeah. and I mean, re with relief pitchers in general, there is a lot of just variability, right? Because, you know, every every time you're out there is a small sample size. So it's, you know, if something really bad happens, it, it hits you. But, yeah, I mean, he's – if you look at his FIP, it's it's fine, and it's the same as it's been the past couple of years. Um, 
but just the results simply aren't there. Um, you know, he's getting hit a lot. A I mean, lot. I mean, if you, and I mean, it's the the BABIP is he's a three fifty five BABIP, you know, opponents BABIP, but um, which is high, but at the same time, like he's giving up hard hit balls. So if you give up hard hit balls, you're going to give up more base hits. Um, yeah, I um, I, this is last this is last year, but then he's got one more year before free agency. So I, you're probably still looking at looking at him as somebody who's on the roster next year, but if he's not traded this deadline, if he's not traded. Yeah. But, but I'm with you on that. But, and, and the thing with him, like, because the FIP is good, you know, some teams might take a stab at him because again, like relievers, so, so volatile, you know, Chris Stratton is certainly capable of pitching in the next 20 innings and giving up, you know, three runs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he can do that. Uh, he just hasn't really shown it. But yeah, a team might take a flyer on him. I could see that. Yeah. Because we're back to the whole fact that, I mean, Charrington was able to trade Austin Davis last year. Hey, got it right. Not Bryce. Austin Davis last year. Yeah. It could happen. It's, you know, I'm not sure people are pounding on the doors to get Chris Stratton right now. I mean, probably last year a little bit more. But uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a team that would want him. Now, of course, the returns would be very minuscule, but. He could be traded, or at this point in time, again, you could look and say, well, heck, just go ahead and hang on to him, and maybe you'll get more next year. We'll see. So the other thing because is exactly too, what like, you're saying. Like, there's, he is a very intriguing arm. He's got stuff. Mm-hmm. But the other thing, too, is you know, he, he's going to pitch 60 innings this year. Like, um, If you do trade him and say you get nothing really for him, who are you plugging into that spot? Because there's – like I don't, I don't. Nah. This comment, right here. <laughs> Holderman. Yeah. All right, so I the guess guy that you traded for, that you put in the minors. That's true. So there's that guy. Um, but like, it's not like there's any pitchers really in this organization that's like banging on the door that, to deserve major league playing time. No, you're right with that. It. I'll, I'll put it this. I mean, view could come up for the rest of the year. I mean, th- there's guys. Nothing really exciting. Right. I mean, that's fair to say, but there's Holderman, there's View, who's got his cup of coffee and his 51 pitch inning, whatever that ended up being. Um, but yeah, I, I'm with you. You know, you probably could keep him. The return is going to be very, very small. You keep him because he's worth it. He gives you innings and then maybe look to try again next year. Yeah. Zach, Zach brings up. You know, look at Holmes last year. Like last year, when when we traded Holmes, it was like, oh my god, we got something for Holmes. You know, now look at Clay Holmes. Yeah, yeah. What's crazy is Holmes. I didn't believe in. I didn't. Stratton, you see things, and you're like, I could see him becoming a good pitcher. I feel I, like I, he's lost I, it, but there's still like there's that cow crick in him. It's like I don't know what it is, but he's got some filthy stuff. But I think Holmes was kind of the same way. Like you could see that Holmes had good stuff. Like the issue with Holmes is just he walked way too many people. Like as a pirate, he just he's walked too many people. Um, right. And then he goes to the Yankees and he just just learned impeccable command and 
I mean, that's that's really the big difference. The stuff has changed a little bit. Like he's added a little bit of velocity since going to New York. He's added some spin, um, but he just wasn't a good pitcher for the Pirates. Like, but but the stuff was there. He just didn't execute. And, and Stratton, you know, you're looking at it, and the underlying numbers show that you know he really shouldn't be this bad, but he is. So yeah, he's. I could see him as an arm that teams would be willing to be like, yeah, let's let's try this guy out for the last couple months of this year. A team like, I don't know, the Phillies, like the <laughs> who Phillies. had Familia with the six had, ERA. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Familia now has a 6.00 ERA for the Phillies. You know, they, they're they a team who probably would be fine taking Stratton on. Um, Phillies have a pretty good bullpen outside of Familia. But yeah. yeah. It's not the old bullpen that was just atrocious a few years ago. They've built on to that a bit. It's not last year's Phillies bullpen. Right. So, okay. So, yeah, Bud Stratton does give up three hits in 1.1 innings, the earned run, two strikeouts. Dylan Peters comes in. Now, Peters is another guy that you and I have both talked about. He's along with that bullpen who, sure, number-wise on the year, I mean, of course, that has changed recently coming back from the IL. But numbers-wise, the numbers have looked decent for him. But like when you look at the underlining stuff, not sold on Dylan Peters. He does get the job done tonight. Two innings, only one hit. Of course, no strikeouts because that's what he does. <laughs> but one hit, no walks, no strikeouts. Um, so he gets the job done. Yeah. He held it down. He, he technically you could say he kept the team in the game because it ended up being 8-7. to seven. Yeah, it didn't seem like he kept the team in the game, but apparently right. he did because – yeah, I mean, it's, I think someone mentioned, I think it was Anthony mentioned it, but like Stratton was the one who ultimately gave up the like the run that, that mattered, um, which is crazy when you think of like how bad Zach Thompson was. Yeah, no one was thinking about the win at that point in time. Yeah, exactly. Nobody was. Yeah, like when Stratton gave up the eighth run, it was just like, oh, well, whatever. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. Let's talk about that. The offense, I mean, of course, the lack of offense for the most part, um, we know your usuals, Greg Allen, Josh Van Meter, just black holes in that, that lineup. I think Greg Allen's two for 16 since his return. Josh Van Meter is just don't even talk about since his return, which is the end of June. I mean, is he batting like under 100 yet at this point what's in time? Funny, what's funny about Van Meter is like he hit two balls like on the screws today, and I don't think like I think he got all of it both of those baseballs um, and neither were, you know, 15 feet from the, the center field fence. I mean, he hit it to center right. field both times, but yeah, I mean, he had a 98 mile an hour one and a 98.9 mile. So like two 98 plus mile an hour fly balls got a barrel in there, but like, it just, I felt like that was, that was like all he had. Now, mind you, this was the guy that had all the power in the minor leagues when he got sent back down as the old statesman in, in AAA. And, uh, and of course, in Arizona's system. So, yeah, so intriguing to sign him and get him onto the Pirates. Why well, should trade for him, get him to the Pirates and, and, and right. Just still have no idea why he's on the team. Don't. Greg don't, Allen also. I mean, I get. Okay, so the news, of course, Brian Reynolds on the paternity leave. Bly Madris comes up. Um Blamadris had not a good game either. He goes over three. He did get the walk. 
but very, very bad defensive play. Basically, and then the first inning, I think it was, if not the second inning, um, just didn't play it right at all. Bounce off the wall, anyways. So not the greatest game back for Blamadris. Um, but then, of course, Greg Allen's in the outfield too, and Greg Allen goes one for four today with a strikeout. Josh Fanner goes over three. He did get a walk, but let's move past that. Okay, we'll move past those guys now. Some more intriguing guys to talk about. So Kevin Newman starts it off. Kevin Newman goes two or four today. He had a big clutch hit. So he is one of the biggest reasons that it was eight to seven in the ninth inning as well. But it goes two for four today. Had a stolen base. He swiped third. I mean, he hasn't been abysmal since his return, at least. Kevin Newman has a 99 weighted runs created plus this year. And he's played solid defense. He has been just fine. So I have no complaints on Kevin Newman. Like when I look at this line, like when I'm looking at the lineup, right? At least Kevin Newman is like a major league baseball player. You can't say that about half the lineup. You are correct. I mean, go down it. Josh Bameter is not. Greg Allen is not. The verdict is still out there on, like, Madris and, and Mitchell. Madris is not. I mean, I, Bly Madris wouldn't be in the majors on any other baseball team. Very likely. Right. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm all, for, I'm all for the team giving him a shot. You know, I oh, had no issues. Like, yeah. and Don't take me as bad at that. Like, I, I'm fine with him being on the team right now. Right. What are we do? But I have little faith in his future as a major leaguer, though, as well. I think we're we're both kind of in line with that. And Cal Mitchell as well. But also, because some people are saying too, like, why is Cal Mitchell starting? And I'm okay with that also. I mean, at least he is potentially part of the future. I don't think he's going to be like an everyday player, if anything. But if anything, maybe he's like a fourth outfield or something. I mean, so let's see if he is that. I'm okay watching him play. He's had some good games. He's had some bad games. Good defense, bad defense. Tonight he does hit that big home run. Um, so like good on him for that. It was a big home run. It would have been eight to five if not for that home run, Jim. I mean, it was eight to nothing when he hit a two-run homer. That's a hey, he started home. things off. <laughs> but but he had a great this was probably this was probably the best game we've seen from him. He I mean it was just a good game at the plate. He didn't have to play defense because he can't play defense, which is good. Um, no, I think, I think like Cal Mitchell's ceiling is fourth outfielder, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think there's, there's potential there for Cal Mitchell to be a major leaguer. Um, is he a major leaguer right now? I don't know, but I'm fine with them playing him in this circumstance. Unlike like Van Meter, like why why are we playing Van Meter? Cause he's another guy who doesn't deserve to be on a major league roster. 100% agree. Also, bad take. Greg Allen is not better than Ben Gamble. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, he's not that Ben Gamble is great, but he's adequate. I mean, yeah. he has a, he's actually a good fourth outfielder, especially on a winning team. Yeah, I mean, like, not going to hurt you with the bat. I don't know how you can argue that Greg Allen is better than Ben Gamble. I, I don't. <laughs> They're basically I, the same age. Ben Gamble is a year older. Ben, ben Gamble 
has basically been a league average hitter for his entire career. And he's played. And Greg Allen has 682 well, plate appearances. Ben Gamble's played, you know, over 2,000 plate appearances in his career. Greg Allen just not like he had a decent two weeks last year for the Yankees. The rest of his career has been abysmal. And he's like I said, it's not like he's young. He's he's 29 years old. Yep. I have no faith again. I have no faith in Greg Allen. I don't know why he's here either. Like 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 when Swaggerty is just hitting like triples every day in triple A. He's doing pretty good lately. And you've got Mitchell and you've got Madris. Like those are the guys who should be playing. Like I, I, again, I don't have any faith in Madris as a future major leaguer, but like at least he's not 29. I mean, he's 26. <laughs> but at least he's not 29. Yeah, at least he's not I'm with you. You know. And honestly, like he has been playing more first base in triple A. I'm okay with maybe the platoon of Chavis and Blamadris. It's not pretty, but it's not Yoshi or Van Meter and Chavis, you know. So, like, at least it's Bly. I'm not anticipating that to be pretty, but that will give him his opportunities and whatever. And then you can f- evaluate some more and probably move on next year. Or again, like, he's organizational depth and a guy who's probably going to play better first base than Josh Van Meter. That's really about it right now. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. At least it's not Josh Bamier. At least it's someone that you can evaluate and maybe look forward to. Um, but anyways, so yes, Kevin Newman, he's been fine. He has been fine, mm-hmm. surprisingly. And again, a big clutch hit tonight. I mean, he was Mr. Clutch back in the day. So clutch hit tonight. Is this working anything for a trade? I mean, we, we did pretty much, we were pretty harsh on people. We were talking about Kevin Newman trades, right? No one wants him. Now, still short sample. It's coming back from the IL. Is there I mean, a trade market for Kevin Newman? And if so, like, do, are you even trading Kevin Newman at this point in time? Or do you just keep him? I don't think you're getting anything worthwhile for Kevin Newman. You might have a team who like wants to use him as a utility infielder type, but no one's giving you anything for that. No. I mean, honestly, at this point, the Pirates don't have a viable option at second base outside of Kevin Newman, who can remotely hit. So, like, I am fine with Kevin Newman being penciled in at second base every day right now. Like I said, I, I, I'm completely fine with it. The way that this lineup is constructed, like, Kevin Newman is one of the better players in it <laughs> right now, which is just mind-boggling that the lineup is that bad. But right. no, I was it a team probably gives you cash considerations for Kevin Newman or like a single A relief pitcher. Like that's all you're getting for Kevin Newman. So you might as well just keep him. He's shown you some value this year. And and again, like the the other options for second base aren't aren't good. Diego Castillo, you put him in against like righties every day, and he's going to look terrible um so yeah there's just nothing there i mean i guess you could say bay right that's that's the other option there for second base or marcano or marcano that's what i was alluding like neither i mean i think it takes yeah 
what the they, return is. Yeah, but I agree. It's I feel like it's going to be minimal as well. And at that point in time, you might as well keep them because you know at least what you have. Um, I think Tyler brought this point too, which is pretty valid. I mean, with with O'Neill Cruz there, you have another solid defensive guy. You can rely on right with with Kevin Newman there defensively and everything that that might be good for O'Neill. Even looking that aspect of it, you're not going to get much for him. There is Marcano, there is Bay. I'm intrigued to find out what those guys are, but maybe work out some tandem. And the other thing too is they play outfield. There's a need in the outfield also, especially if Gamble is going to get traded. Mm-hmm. We don't have to after that. I mean, there's of course Marisnik on the team for now. He's injured. But, um, you know, the fact that they have the flexibility to play outfield also, I think I'll be okay with keeping Kevin Newman, even if there is some type of market, albeit very, very small. I All right. Yep. So outside of that, there wasn't a whole lot much more. Again, we talked about uh, Kyle Mitchell. He had a very, very good offensive game today. Heineman had a, another Big hit in the ninth inning. He had that double. I mean, he just continues. We keep talking about this catching situation. I mean, Jim, come on, man. This is exciting stuff. The Pirates catching tandem of 2022. Sure. (laughs) No, I mean, Heinemann was fine tonight. Um, Delay's been very pleasant surprise thus far. These are guys. They are guys for now, but again, I just what what we're what they are providing though has been excellent. I like, I don't know. You can't say that what Heineman has provided has been excellent. It's been excellent in regards to expectations. All right. I never in the world would have expected, and and I understand it's a five thirty six OPS right now, but. (laughs) <laughs> really the defense bad. it's the defense there and then of course delay with his defense and his offense has been so it's like three-fourths of this tandem has actually been good it's just the Heineman's offense that hasn't but three-fourths of them <laughs> is, is good and, and I'll take it back too. add the running I mean they're actually both pretty fast guys for catchers they can run a little bit Heineman is a hell of a bunter. That there you go, and, and that too. Oh, and also because he can run fast too. I mean, he could maybe hit for a bunt here and there, and I think he has actually. Well, I mean, the good news: the Pirates now, because of those two guys, they have a positive WAR out of their catcher position. That's they're, that's literally what I'm getting at. They're I mean, at zero point three which is 21st in Major League Baseball. So look at that. They've been excellent. <laughs> They've only been the fifth worst hitting catching team in Major Leagues, in the Majors. Now that is sad. <laughs> but the three worst, listen to this, Houston, the Mets, the, catcher. the Mets, and the Cardinals. All three playoff teams. <laughs> yeah. So welcome, Wilson Contreras. <laughs> you are one of those three. You are, one of, you are, well, probably not the Cardinals because they're not going to, like, Yachty's just going to catch there forever until they right. die. Um, but yeah, the Astros. and the Astros, they're going to need a catcher, I would imagine. But I mean, the, Mike, the Mets did 
trade from a good catching team. They do have Michael Perez. They're like, hey, Pirates, you know, you're up there in the rankings. They trade from a strength of the Pirates. They got one of our starting catchers at that time. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, okay, so back to the game. Um, I don't think there's a whole lot more to talk about. Hayes still struggling. He goes over five tonight. Um, you would yeah. see him. He's got to he's got to get going here. Like I mean, it's just the approach. Like the, we, me and Tyler talked about it. Yeah, like the, the approach is just not suitable for offensive success. Like it's you know he, he tries to basically just put the ball in play the opposite direction. I mean, you're seeing now like Kevin Newman is out slugging Key Brian yes. Hayes right now. That's not that's not good. Right. And, and we we're talking about Kevin Newman, who was the worst hitter in major league baseball last year. Um, just. Yeah. Hey, I mean, it, you can't, can't really say anything about it. Hayes's offense needs to be better. Yes. Yep. So I don't know. Where do you want to take it from here? Anything else? Again, pirates, you know, they, they did come back. That was an exciting half inning in the ninth. But just not enough. And of course, it did end on Hayes. I mean, come on, Jim. It was exciting. After watching eight and a half innings of this game and then seeing that, you had to have got excited. I was excited when like Cruz got up. Like Cruz got up as the tying run. I was like, all right, this could get fun. But that was it. Like that was the only you're, that was you're the a only tough thing. crowd. Was I was excited before that. then. I mean, when Kevin Newman hit that triple, that was it. I mean, all right, this, this, this is real. This what, is real. That allowed Cruz to be up as the time run. Like, that's what that was. But see, I was happy for Kevin. But then it, it built upon to O'Neill Cruz because now it's like, okay, O'Neill's up. Which, by the way, that also happened earlier in the game where there's two on, no outs, O'Neill Cruz is up, and I got excited. Yeah. And Well, that came about nothing because then yeah. three straight outs and – inning over but that's how the pirates operate until apparently the bottom of the ninth (laughs) exactly so yeah i'm with you hayes then afterwards i was still kind of excited because hayes could do i mean o'neill cruz did hit the the guy in right he got an rbi out of it so it's still a one-run game then hayes is up the bat so i'm still kind of excited about this but then he ends it and game over yeah all right we gonna get out of here then. Quick question: Does Jose Quintana start tomorrow? Your that thought? is a good question because he is scheduled to start. Man, I don't know. If I were to bet, I'm going to bet yes. If I were to bet, I would bet no. Really? I so think you like- think he's going to be basically like the first? chip i mean they might not have a whole lot of action so far they might not even trade them tomorrow oh they they might just they might just say you're done like just shut them down type deal why risk it it's what they did with anderson last year they actually they they skipped his start and then i think they traded him the next day or two days later yeah so i could see a similar thing that's a good point i yeah i i would not be surprised if yeah we We've seen the last of Jose Quintana. 
you know what? Then I take it back. He probably doesn't start because there really isn't a reason to. It's all risk now. I mean, you're not going to gain anything. There's there's nothing to gain. He is who he is. He had a really, really good start his last outing. I'm with you. Are you really going to risk him getting injured? (laughs) No. Yeah, either get injured or or like just blows up, right? Um, Yeah, I'm – I even feel like if he blows up, that's not going to hurt too much. I think it might hurt a little bit, but – I don't think really enough. Like, I don't think that's really the worry. I think the real worry is, is it worth it to really get injured? I, I'm with you. Like, that's the main, that's the main concern. But yeah, I don't think he pitches tomorrow. So I, I could see tomorrow being either. I, I mean, it's not going to be Bryce Wilson. He's not ready yet. Right. But when did he start? It was two. It was the day game two days ago. Yeah. So he's not going to be available. Right. Could just be a bullpen game because you're game. calling anybody up from triple A to start at this point. Yeah. Yo Jorge, I don't know what he's doing. Mm. I don't know when either way. Either way, I think that's probably a good bet then that he doesn't start. And then he gets traded. He will get traded at some point in time. Like that's pretty much guaranteed money there. Exactly. All right. Well, Jose Quintana is scheduled to start tomorrow. We'll be having a post game again tomorrow. We'll see if it's going to be Quintana we're talking about or not. Um, <laughs> Anthony says Holderman will start. <laughs> uh, it your Jorge was your Jorge pitched five days ago. There, hey, there you go. Um, did he pitch today, though? Oh, never mind. Well, then he didn't pitch five days ago. He pitched today. Well, hold on. He did not pitch today. So, oh. there's your guy. That's my guess. I'm with it. It makes sense. So, it's probably going to be your hey or a bullpen game or a slight chance of Quintana still, but likely not. All right. Well, good deal. So the Pirates play the Phillies again tomorrow. Still a 7 o'clock game. It's Friday night. No Apple TV. So there's that. There is that. that hate the Apple TV broadcast. Yeah. Um, so we'll see you again tomorrow after the game. If you're still watching, go ahead, like, subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Give us a comment if you need. Um, and we'll be back tomorrow. Turn on the alerts. We'll see you then. So until, bye-bye. See you guys.